Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, this is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's uh inside uh, Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Appreciate y'all being with us here today. It's time for a weekly QA and uh article. And we're gonna be answering a question today that I got. As you know, you guys email me at Spartan Nation Mail, M-A-I-L at Yahoo.com. And I answer your questions each and every week that you send in about the Raiders. Just put in the subject line, Raiders QA. And I take, I answer several of them um, in the actual written article. And I also answer a few uh, on a video. So we're going to get going right here on today's podcast. And one of the questions comes to us, and I want to grab it real quick, comes from Clint. And Clint lives in Kentucky, in Kentucky. And uh, Clint says, Hondo, I have a quick question. You have reported often that Josh Jacobs would like to be a Raider. The Raiders would like for him to be a Raider. Obviously the franchise tag, but they both parties would like a long-term deal. I'm curious if you've heard any update on how that's coming and what Josh's latest tweet would say about the situation. That's Clint in Kentucky. Now, Clint, first of all, let me address this. Um, for those of you that don't know, Josh tweeted, I believe it was over the weekend, could have been Friday, but over the weekend, that sometimes you got to do things for people that come after you. That's a paraphrase. I think it's pretty close to the exact wordage, verbiage, but <clears throat> that's what he said. <clears throat> then Saquon Barkley comes out at an, a, a, an event for his foundation and talked about um, how the NFL tagged the uh, who he believes are the three best running backs that we're going to hit free agency. And so everybody's limited. Um, so I'm going to address that real quick, Clint. First of all, this, I can understand if players are upset. Uh, they don't like the franchise tag or whatever. I get all that. That's all germane and, and, and good. The problem with that is that this is the deal that the NFL Players Association agreed to. So they're married to it and they own it. It's theirs. And so at the end of the day, our players going to hold out. So since um, Josh's tweet, I reached to parties close situation. And this is the latest information that I have. 
I have reported previously, Josh wants to be a Raider, and the Raiders want Josh Jacobs. That still remains accurate. I have also reported that both teams would like a long-term deal. That remains accurate. I've also said the division comes at how you define a long-term deal and what that deal looks like. That's still correct. Now, because of Josh's tweet, I ask uh, people close to the situation, do you think he's changed his position or do you expect him to still um, be here ready to go for the regular season to play? And the answer was a definitive yes. That, you know, players can tweet and, and say things and that's a good idea. Hey, let's try to do things for the future. But at the end of the day, when it costs you money, um, people sometimes will do things that maybe they think holding out would be good for the future, but it's not good for me. Um, so I'm going to tell you right now, I don't expect there to be any change. Um, if, the, if I feel like there's ever a change, I'll make sure that I get that to you. But I can tell you right now, I do not expect there to be any change whatsoever. I expect him uh, to be uh, not to be a Raider well, when the season gets started. So that's that one. The next one comes to us, <clears throat> excuse me, and this comes to us from Denise, and she's in California. She's in Carlsbad, California. Denise says, Hondo, I saw a recent report of you about Aiden O'Connell um, looking very good, but holding a football too long. Can you please expand on that? Very Ken Denise. So what happens is, is he's not a dual threat quarterback and he's a pocket passer and pocket passers who've had success in college oftentimes try holding the ball too long when you're in uh, the NFL. Now I'll give you an example in the, uh, in NCAA Division One football, you want a quarterback to get rid of the ball. Thousand four is max, and and it's before that. But I'm just saying that's thousand one, thousand two, thousand three, thousand four. Get the ball out, and again, it's before that is ideally, but thousand four in the NFL, you want that ball out before thousand three. So thousand one, thousand two, pass. You want to make in quick reads, getting rid of the ball. Now, we all know that doesn't happen. Sometimes there's great coverage. Get all of that. But you want the longer spells when you're over 1,003 to be because your line is holding and you're waiting for routes to develop. And anytime you're a successful pocket passer in college and you get the chance to go to the NFL, there is a problem with holding the football too long because you're used to having more time in college than you're going to get in the NFL. Now, let me just say this, <clears throat> and I have to keep reiterating this because a lot of people um, are, hey, how are the rookies living? Give her these great reports. And listen, I'm not mocking fans. Without you guys, I don't have a job. And I want to also say, and I should open every podcast with this, I greatly appreciate all of you, the fans. Without you, I don't have a job. And on this podcast, we're not going to mock you. We're not going to swear at you. We're not going to make fun of you. <clears throat> Why would I do that to people that are so vital and important to my livelihood and taking care of my family? I mean, none of you would walk up to your boss unless you work for yourself and treat you like dirt. I don't understand when media 
whether it's political, business, sports, or whatever, any media does it. That's just stupid to me. And we don't do that. So I, I want to tell you, I understand fans wanting more, but I also want to be respectful of you and give you the best information. Now, Aiden O'Connell looks super good. He did. I mean, and, and, and be frank, most of the rookies looked really good. But you got no pads on. I remember a guy. <clears throat> I'm not going to name him. And I will never forget this long as long as I live. Ever. Ever as long as I live. And I said, all right. And uh, I asked his coach, how's he look? He goes, man, when he's not in pads, he looks like incredible hawk. I said, good. I said, what about with pads on? And he said something that I won't repeat, but clearly it was not that he looked like the Incredible Hulk. And the point is, is that a lot of guys win the eye test, but they don't win the playing test. I can name for you a ton. I'll give you an example. Chris Spielman, you may remember him from years ago. He was a perennial all-pro middle linebacker for the Detroit Lions. He didn't look the part at all. He didn't look the part at all. There was no reason if you if he was walking through an airport, unless you were just a football fan because he was an all pro, nobody would have said, "Wow, that's a football player." Great, I love Chris, but he wasn't. But he put the pads on and he looked it. So I can also name for you lots of guys who, when the pad, pads were off, looked amazing, and then just utterly failed. Um, utterly failed when it. Uh, Came with the pads on. So you just got to be super careful. But Aiden O'Connell looked really good. Crisp, great thrower. But again, that's something that I think you need to watch. It's something that they're going to watch closely. And uh, I wasn't picking on Aiden because I'm going to tell you he had a great camp. It's just learning to get rid of the ball quick just because in the NFL, the game is so much faster. And, and he'll get through that training camp. He's going to get tons of rep in training camp. And he's going to know what it's like to have a Max Crosby coming at you, Max, full speed, Chandler Jones, Tyree Wilson. So, again, there are those things. Now, next one I want to address comes from uh, Brent. And Brent says, Hondo, I have a quick question. Any pro any word on the progress of Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, Jimmy's doing great. Again, I mentioned to you before the uh, last week, back in March, he was in a boot. He's not in a boot now. He's moving around. He's in meetings. Uh, the teammates really like him a lot. He has really impacted his teammates. He's been out in the town with them, spending time with them, getting to know guys. They really, really like him a lot. And uh, he's looking great. Every single person I've talked to has reiterated, oh, yeah, he's going to be ready. In fact, one guy told me, and and take this for whatever you want, he said, um, I think he could be playing now if it was the season. I think they're just being, you know, overly anxious. So that's just what I'm hearing. Everything's great. And I've told you before, I think the concern with Jimmy Garoppolo is not um, is not him being ready for the season. I, in my personal opinion, based on the information I'm getting from people who are with him every day, that's not even an issue. To me, the issue is, does he manage to go 17 games? That's the bigger issue. Absolute bigger issue. So just wanted to address, especially the Josh Jacobs thing after the weekend and after the tweet to let everybody know kind of what I was hearing. 
no change. Um, everybody expects him to be there to not miss the season. If it changes, I'll certainly tell you, but that's where it sits right now. Again, appreciate all of you. Now, I want to just give you a heads up. This is Monday, but I'm going to have a big – I mean, I'll have other podcasts throughout the week, but I'm going to have a big podcast on Friday after OTAs. That completes the OTA cycle, the mini camp cycle, and I'm going to have that. And then I'm going to probably have uh, a week from today my roster – with all the guys on my my next way too early projected 53 man. Let me tell you, there are some big changes on there. Just how some people had camps and all that. So there's a lot of great stuff coming. We're going to have all the usual podcasts this week, all the other great content. I think you're going to like it. Now we have a special surprise for you starting on Monday, the 19th through Tuesday, the 26th. We're calling it Raider history. And we're going to have a nine day with two articles a day minimum, just telling great Raider stories from the past. You have some great Raider players that maybe you've forgotten. We're going to have daily content upon this year's team. You know, we're going to have four to five stories a day just about this year's team. We're also going to have a minimum of two, maybe even three uh, of stories a day just going back, reflective, historic pieces on the Raiders. I think it's going to be great fun. I think you're going to really like it. We've never done it like this. So you're going to have a ton of coverage. Again, five or six articles a day on the current Raiders, podcasts, all of that. But having a minimum of two and or three stories a day on the past. So we're going to be talking about the present, looking back at the future, and examining – I mean, looking back at the past – Lots on the current and also look into the future. I really think you're going to like it. I think you're going to enjoy it. And I just want you to know we greatly appreciate you. Thank you all for being part of it. Thank you for the tens of thousands of you that have been tuning in and listening. It's been amazing, the growth of our podcast, the growth of, of, of all that we do. We couldn't do it without you. And you're appreciated and you're valued. And I thank you all for your time. So from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm Hunter. Thanks for joining, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed this. Hope you liked the latest information. We'll see you all week. And don't forget, coming up a week from today, we begin nine days of a Raiders past, present, and future that you're not going to want to miss. God bless you, everybody. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa, whoa.